Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the comedy show Cut the Crap, where we take topical news stories, find out what the problem is, aka the crap, and then attempt to cut through it by coming up with a solution. This episode features stand-up comedian Tom Stade. We cover the Pandora Papers, stereotypes and insulate Britain, who are, yes, once again, protesting by blocking roads. Morals or extreme wealth? What would you choose? Extreme wealth every time. <laughs> every time! This is all about the Pandora Papers. So there's been a big release of lots of financial documents and they're basically showing how loads of millionaires and billionaires and loads of famous people have sold um, houses and they've saved loads, loads of money. So case in point, um, uh, Sherry and Tony Blair, they basically uh, saved over £300,000 in stamp duty. And what they did was they brought an office for uh, for Sherry's Blair's business in 2017. Um, and but the, the way that they got that company was they brought the offshore firm that owned it. Basically, because they brought a company that owned that property, they did they weren't liable for stamp duty, but they would be liable for capital gains if they sold it. Um, here's what I'm thinking, right? If if you're in that position, Tom, if if you knew a way, and it's legal as well, it's a loophole, but it's 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 a legal loophole. If you're in that well, position, well, it's not a loophole, though, is it? If it's legal, it's not a loophole. Okay, sorry, keep going. Oh, if it's just, uh, just... that, that we, we we come back to that. Um, and then what what type of person would you need to be to not do it? And then what should be done about it? Um, so those those are the bits of crap. Ten minutes on the clock starts now, Tom. Starts now. So let's okay. say you're buying a house and you know a way, a clever little way, where you you don't go the normal means to to, to buy a house. You know that if you went somewhere, you like went to like a, a, a company, mortgage brokers in the Cayman Islands, that they could you know structure a deal and you would save three hundred thousand quid in stamp duty. It's it's a it's, you know, it's a little bit you know it's a little bit weird. It's happening. Cat around the corner. It's happening, right? It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Of course, it's happening. Whenever they talk about rich people, right? Okay. Whenever they talk about rich people, those guys have accountants and lawyers and all of that sort of stuff that actually know what all the laws are. We just have apps. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to write down that you bought a chocolate bar today and you can write that off or write down a meal. We don't actually look at the fine print, man. Your normal person, number one, he's not a company. He's just a guy that's got his receipts in a bunch of boxes and hopefully he gets 500 pounds back. But once you do get to the upper echelons and you sit there and you own these businesses, well, all of a sudden you start to understand what all these tax laws mean. So so for the plebs like us, it seems like a loophole, but for them, it's actual law. Like once you start making a certain amount of money, right, Kev? Yeah. Once you start to make it, you can't even be a person anymore. You have to be what they call the limit. You've got to be a limited company because then you get, once you become a limited company, like say say you make a hundred thousand pounds as a person, right? Yeah. Okay. You pay like forty percent tax on that. Yeah, yeah? That sucks, yeah. Uh, it sucks, man. But as soon as you become a business, as soon as you become a business, all of a sudden you only pay twenty percent tax on that, plus you get to pay yourself, plus you get dividends. And don't get me started 
about I just came back from Guernsey, man. Those guys have like tax that there's no tax in those places. Like like you don't think Joe next door who makes 30 grand doesn't want to put his money in the Cayman Islands so the government he doesn't he couldn't he couldn't even afford to rent a rent a a, a mailbox in the Cayman Islands let alone whatever. So so for me Of course, I'm gonna do it, man. Once I once you start making that kind of money, you're gonna try and hide it from the government. Do I think it's right or wrong? It's totally wrong. It's totally wrong. Oh, you think it's wrong? Really, you think it's totally wrong? Really? Oh, I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, okay. You, but, you're gonna do but, it, but it's wrong. It's wrong because because that's the problem with all these things, right? Yeah. Is you you, you sit there and you go. Uh, you know how how come all the little guys that are paying a thousand or two thousand dollars have to flip the bill for all the police and all the roads and all that sort of stuff, while a company like Starbucks doesn't even pay a dime, man? You know, so that's why I think it's wrong. What we really have to do, Kevin, what we really have to do is figure out as individuals what the laws are for us to not have to pay our two grand man that's what we have to do but i think those upper echelon people make the laws to make sure that they get off scot free and make sure that us little farm workers have to pay everything and and they can keep living the beautiful lifestyle that they have. Well, we've got an update from Regis. Uh, government regulation is the only way to control tax loopholes. So he's basically gone from a butt-pinching comment. Oh, he was he was um, talking about Italians, apparently. Um, oh, to oh, quite a serious government that. regulation is the only way to control tax loopholes. That's quite a jump from uh, butt-pinching. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's a talented man. Yeah. He's got a whole range, whole spectrum there that we're seeing. So is your logic then, Tom? So is your logic that we we need to get the lo logic? We, 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 well, we, we need to get the knowledge in order to do that? Is is, is that what you're saying? Do we need to like, tap need... into these like highly paid accountants to find out what's going on? What's the deal? Exactly, man. I mean, if, if all of us little guys pooled all our money together, created a tax union, and hired a whole bunch of uh, accountants to actually work for us to figure out how we can screw them. You know what I mean? And yeah. then and then the government, as soon as we get our tax loopholes, then the government has to sit there and come back to our side because then the government ain't getting any money. As long as the government's still getting money from us, then they don't have to worry about the rich dudes. But if we can figure out a way not to give the government money, then the government's going to have to figure out a way to get their money from the rich dudes. So that's what I think we should do. But, uh, you know, and and I think your second question was what kind of person would you have to be not to do that? Yeah. 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 So you got the knowledge. Yeah. You got the knowledge. You know yeah. exactly how. And so, you know, you know, you could you could save 300,000 quid um, yeah. and you choose not to. The first person that would do that would be probably a guy that has so much money that 300 grand doesn't mean anything to him. Do you yeah, know what I, I mean? Agree. Yep. So, so, so for him, it's not about morals. It's just about it doesn't matter. I've got a trillion, trillion dollars, and it, it isn't going to matter it's if the government takes it or not. Yeah. yeah, it's chump change. The other type of person that, that say he only has 700,000. And he, he's got to give 300,000 back and he doesn't want to do that because he's 
my father and he cares about his children and he cares about the future. He's a man with morals and wants to pay his fair share. I don't know a lot of moral billionaires that would help the people out. I mean, even if you look at Jeff Bezos, what, 500 billion, trillion or whatever, he, he, he could pay his staff like a killer wage, but he chooses not to, which means that guy has no moral. Starbucks, trillions of dollars, still pay their staff absolute shit, no morals. So I think most rich people have no morals and that's what makes them rich. And anyone with morals probably will never get rich, but will feel real good about themselves while they're sitting in the street, homeless, wondering why the government doesn't have enough money to give me my welfare. Tom, Tom, quick question. We've got 20 seconds left. What would you choose? Morals or extreme wealth? What would you choose? Extreme uh, extreme wealth every time. Every time. I'm going to call it his number effect. You can't hear, Tom. We slam dunked the crap. Here's a story. So uh, David Williams has had to retract a story after it received harsh criticism for stereotyping Chinese people. I think we need to explain who David Williams is. He's the guy that did uh, the British uh, Little Britain, right? Yeah, he did Little Britain and then he was on, uh, was it X Factor? Britain's Got Talent as a Judge? X Factor, yeah. So he's pretty talentless he then went on to write children's books a lot of them have been like bestsellers he's sold like millions and millions of copies um i, I think, bet like, he did greg's the gags the granny was one of them uh the boy who wore a skirt was another there's a whole he's got the a whole boy who wore a skirt jeepers could you box tick a little more Dave? <laughs> like hi i just want to appeal to everybody and say nothing okay <laughs> Pretty much what he said. But the title of this book was uh, Brian Wong, Who Was Never Wrong. So that was Brian apparently... Brian Wrong was <laughs> never wrong. And that apparently was very wrong. That was very wrong. The book is now banned. Is that what we're saying? There, yeah, he, he's, he's getting rid of that. That's coming off the shelves. Did he get rid of it on his own? Or did he get rid of it because people started complaining about it? Many questions I don't really know the answer to, Tom. I, th- I think he, okay. he's getting rid of it because people are complaining and people are just... That's normally how it happens. You kind of put something out okay. and people are like, oh, that's crap. Um, so he's retracting it. So there's there's two parts to the crap that I want to cut through with you, Tom. Is, are there any stereotypes which are actually right in the majority of cases? Not in all cases. Not in all. Not in all. But in the majority what, of cases. And then the second part are which people never line up to their stereotypes. So I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock. We've got 10 minutes okay. to come up with with both of these answers. And our 10 minutes starts now. Starts now. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I think, first of all, yeah. I like stereotypes. I don't know. I don't know when people started getting mad at stereotypes. Cultures do have a certain way of doing things. Can we at least agree on that, Kevin? Do you oh, know what for I sure. mean? Like, yeah. Like English people love fish and chips. English people love curries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. English people, you know, have a stiff upper lip. English, like, there's a ton of stereotypes. Because for me, whenever I've met a French person, and I've, I've, I've gone in open-minded, and I've gone in, like, you know, the, the, it's a blank slate. I, I always look at people like blank slates. Anything can happen. Nearly always, right. I get the arrogance. that the, the kind of... The, the snootiness, the way they kind of kind of look down at you a bit, and just 
And, and I, blow smoke in your face. They really do. They really yes, blow smoke in do. your face. Why every single French person I've ever met, and I, I, I dated one for the best part of, of, of two years as well. She was a bit like that. She was a, a tiny bit like that. But then I met her family. And I was like, yeah, surely they're not going to be like it. They were all arrogant. They were all arrogant, Tom. So, yeah. Because they hate English people. <laughs> yes. That's why. You would never see them do it to a Chinese guy yeah. or or an Indian guy or whatever. They don't. It's just go to Canada and you'll get the same thing, man. The French in Canada. You try to walk into a restaurant in Quebec and only speak English. Are you kidding me? They will totally look down on you, make fun of you, and you won't even know what they're saying. Every type of culture does have a stereotype, man. They just, they do. What's the Canadian one? When you think of Canadians, what do you think? A boot. And I always, always think know a what boot. you're going to say. And you, you, friendly guys polite. go a boot. Yeah, we're polite people. That's yeah. our stereotype. And they don't know, but Canadians are polite people. And you We're just sarcastic. use guns to shoot mooses. You don't use guns to yeah. shoot each other. You just shoot like big fucking endangered species and animals. Tom, Tom, or... we, we, we got one minute, one minute forty. We've still got a, another part of the oh, crap shit, that we need that to cut. Went fast. Okay. And my the, the last part is what people never live up to their stereotypes. I'll chuck one in the ring feed to start off with. Russians. Okay. I've, I've, I, when I, when I think Russians, because of what I see in the media, I think baddies. Vodka I think potatoes. like evil baddies, and I've never met a nasty Russian. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've, all the Russians I've met been lovely. Yeah, really lovely. I've, I, yeah, no one's tried to kill me. No one's tried to like put a nuclear fucking fluid in my in my veins. For me, the Italians, the the Italian. For the longest time, I always thought that they put like plastic on their furniture so it never got wet but every time i've gone over to an italian friend's house <laughs> yeah that was a big thing man I, i've never went, heard that one i've heard like mario uh, I've heard, like spaghetti meatballs i've heard no, of like no. yeah like, like the stickulation the kind of the, the waving the arms i've never heard plastic on furniture <laughs> Yeah, you can add, they never, when they buy the furniture, they never take the plastic off of it. That was one of the ones that I always thought, but every Italian I've ever, uh, if I've been to an Italian household, I've, ne I've always walked in and saw, I've never thought, oh my God, this guy's crazy. He doesn't have plastic on his furniture. <laughs> Are you sure you're Italian? That would be, that would be mine. So I, I think the Italians uh, don't match up to their stereotypes. For me, man. I, th I think I think that's it. I think we called it, Tom. And I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say we did it. Actually, I'm gonna say yeah, we cut it. Here's an effect you can't hear, Tom. We okay. took that crap down to Chinatown. They thought that to start small. Yeah. But but by by blocking up highways and and bridges and that sort of stuff, that seems to me just a tactic to piss people off. What if somebody was pregnant and had to get to the hospital, but you wanted to make sure the world had insulation? Yes. And then, like, the mother died in the car from giving birth because she couldn't go. Now you have murder on your hands. Well, here's, here's the thing. You know here's the thing I mean? that's happening. And that's then, happening. There's, 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 there's a woman who had a stroke, and because she didn't get to the, the hospital in time, she's now paralyzed for life. 
and then um, yeah. some woman was like right at the front yeah, the, of the this blockage, and then she, there was yeah. a video of her being taken, saying that um, her mum was being taken to hospital in Canterbury in an ambulance, um, and she was being blocked from going with her mum. I think it was yeah, she said she was in the 80s and really, really kind of ill, like critically ill. Yeah. Um, uh, and she finished off with saying, "How can you be so selfish? How can they be so selfish, Tom? What is they in their minds?" They are selfish by sitting there thinking we all want the same thing. Here's why I'd run them over. It's because <laughs> oh, no, you they become, okay. here's why, yeah, because they're righteous to the yeah. point that they think that they know what's good for everybody else. And the last thing you want is a bunch of righteous people coming over the hill to save you. Everybody who's blocking those roads, you don't think the human as slow as the human race is we definitely know we have a problem every time you come to scotland there's windmills every time i drove through bradford today and there were people that had solar panels on their house it may not be happening as fast as you want but at least the guy who's got solar panels on his house did something to help the environment while you guys ended up killing a woman, putting a woman in a stroke, and made me late for a gig. So I would actually go about five miles an hour yeah. through them. What would be your tracker choice? Just probably with a tractor. Okay. And let's see how committed they are. Are they like the suffragettes, yeah. where the woman ran out into the horse race and killed herself so women could get rights? No, they're not like that at all. That woman was a hero and a martyr. You guys are a nuisance. So let's see how big you are to your cause, knowing that you could get out of the way, but you feel so strongly that the world needs insulation, that you're willing to die for it. There's a big difference between you and the Chinese guy who fucking stood in front of a tank and Tiamat whatever square it was yeah like that's the problem man you guys are righteous and there's nothing good about blocking people's way and getting in their way because you believe what is right kevin i think you should run them over <laughs> you've convinced me otherwise like to... you, well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna shift I... the question i'm gonna shift the question then i'm gonna shift it to what will be the best way to run them over um, I, I, I want like a music. I want a what backing would be track. The best way to run the them over. The best way to run them over. So. You have to give them a chance to get out of the way. Yeah. But I would probably use farm equipment. A tank would be too good. A tank might look bad. It might look like the military is trying to stop them, and then you could show a picture of that, and it may look. Oh, it goes like, in their favor. Oh my God, they're yep. being oppressed. But if you use farm equipment. Your blood and, and you drive real slow, give them a chance to get out of the way. You know, at least we look like we're trying to get to the food to feed people. Yeah. And you're blocking <laughs> the way because you want lower heating bill. So what we say, we are we Obvious. saying tractor? The, the tractor with big wheels? Are we saying isn't there a thing Farm that, um, equipment. like an automatic plower? Isn't there like a plowing machine? That's like a big twirly yeah, thing yeah. at the front that could like really like But screw don't them up. go fast because it doesn't give them time to think about how intense are they to their cause. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to you got to go about 10 miles an hour. And then the guys that actually die for the cause, 
at least you'll know they were really into insulation, man. <laughs> those, guys, those guys loved insulation. And 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 what what kind of I need to kind of paint the picture a little bit more, Tom. So I want to know like what what music is on in your tractor, and and do, do you say something as you crunch over their bones? What what, what you know? What's the paint me a picture? So what? Well, you gotta have a farm hat on, big piece of straw, big smile on your face, because you know what you're about to do. And, and I think the the, the 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 tune to run the mower. What would the tune to run the mower would be? Would would be oh, combine harvester. Mark Iron Mark Man. has gone combine harvester. <laughs> that's a good. That's Combi a good. I've got a combine harvester. Nice I give you the key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Mark. And I know Mark's crazy enough to run them over too. Right. In fact, I would nominate Mark as our our representative on "fuck you" insulation, you know, rebellion. I, I nominate <laughs> Mark as our guy. Yeah, that's it, Mark. Right? If you're looking for a job, then we want to sign you up. It's as simple as that. We want to sign you up, and we're there, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna call it. I, I think we did it, Tom. We ah. cut that crap. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe to our podcast and leave us some feedback below. We'd really, really appreciate it if you did. Feel free to check us out on YouTube by searching for Cut the Crap Comedy or go to my Instagram page at the Kevin Durham, which will link you to the content.